Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm Peter. And we are parents of two children, Alberto and Rosina. Each week we sit down together and chat about the reality of raising children. So, if you're a new parent, expecting or just want to see what it's all about, this is the place for you. This, this is, is The, the Parent Sesh. Parent Sesh Pod. Hello, everybody. Ah, oh, episode 10, the last one of the season. We made it. We did. We did it. <laughs> I got to say, it's a crazy journey starting a podcast, let alone finishing a whole season. So if you're still with us this far, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Maybe consider subscribing. Uh, but yeah, I think we should. I like to reflect. Mm, you are very sentimental. I am very sentimental, mm-hmm. much to your disappointment sometimes because i i always show you like memories and you're like okay i I was there yeah Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't remember anyway (laughs) the thing i really like about this podcast that we've done and how we've sort of spoken about our our lives is our kids have been a big part of it Mm. not just of the fact that they're pretty much all we talk about just that (laughs) they listen to it like we play it back for him in the car just so we can hear hear what it sounds like and yeah everything. or even when we're editing or something like that mm-hmm. sometimes like i'm driving alberto to school or i'm taking him to football i've got it on in the car and i'm like he's not really paying attention to this mm-hmm. but like the next day he refers back to it and says something based off what we said perfect example is i, I think i told the story a few weeks ago about his any mini money mo issue that he had mm-hmm. where i was saying instead of eeny meeny it was inny mini inny mini and mm-hmm. then he completely missed catch a tiger let him go mm-hmm. like yeah he listened to that and then the next night when he was doing that same routine he corrected himself yeah he goes no papa you said i have to say it like this and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> he really exaggerates eeny meeny yeah <laughs> And he and Very definitely cute. has catch a tiger by his toe, mm-hmm. and he says that all properly now. So yeah. I guess in some ways it's worked. I and mean, just us telling him, he's like, no, no, no. But hearing it back, I don't know. Yeah, it, just it a, seems like it's someone else. Another almost. person telling him, mm-hmm. like it's when a teacher tells him. Yeah, one of the things I loved was when we were editing one morning, and he had his friend come over, and they heard the part where we said Karina Corona. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. because we said it a couple of times, they took that on and started jumping around the room and they're like, Karina Corona all the time. And then they jump like off the ottoman or something like that. It was just so funny. It's just really nice that this can be a part of their lives as much as they are a part of this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's sweet. And it just makes us laugh these little yeah. things, doesn't it? That's what. Honestly, sometimes as a parent, you just have a moment where you don't understand how that's happened. Like, how has my child learned this? Like, Mm. what's going on? And we've seen that a lot, especially as we've sort of played back and in recording this pod. And, you know, it's all formulates part of what we're doing here. And I'm hopefully next season we can have even more to talk about, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Next season will be... A little bit longer, I think, is what we're striving for. Yeah. Well, mm. you know, we've got... More episodes. We've got ideas. It's all locked away. 
But circling back to this season, something happened this season. Our daughter turned one. Mm. And we threw her a little birthday party. Yeah. I have to say, birthday parties are crazy. And parties in pa- general. Oh, parties in general. We've got a lot of experience with parties. Mm-hmm. Like dating back to when we first got together. Like we went straight into it. So on the other side of this, we're going to talk all about our party experience. Tell you what, we loved throwing parties. Well, loved is maybe an overstatement. Yeah, I think it was something that I used to love doing. Very and true. now I guess I'm not as enthused by it. <laughs> well, let's go back. Let's go back when we first sort of got together. Before mm. we sort of met each other, mm-hmm. I'd had one 21st party as an adult mm-hmm. and you had a thing in 18. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what age it was, but I just remember realistically hosting like one party uh on my own the rest of my partying knowledge experience was family stuff it would be going to family weddings it would be i think baptisms all that sort of stuff but it was all very italian generic like the family would be there and that's pretty much about it well not generic because italian parties are big look on when you're in the moment of an italian party it mm. just seems like it's just You've people been and there that's before. it yeah mm-hmm but when you're planning an Italian party, that's yeah. when things get whack. Hectic. <laughs> and we had a bit of a buffer. We got engaged relatively quickly. We'll probably do a pod about our journey bef- a little bit later. Mm-hmm. We got en- engaged fairly quickly. And then we threw an engagement party and it was fun. It was so enjoyable. You know what's hilarious is that we got engaged and we had our engagement party three weeks later. We did, yeah. We, we, we didn't a party mess around. in three weeks. Seems mental to me now to be able to do that. But mm. we did it and it was a very, very successful party. But then after that came the planning for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And that's a party that I think if we weren't together and you were planning a wedding with just a normal person who didn't have a big family, <laughs> you probably would have been a little less like, anxious about it right yeah or not so much anxious more so you wouldn't have put the thought and detail into every little thing as much as you did well it was really hard like not to go into it too much but with planning our wedding because it was so big and on the gold coast where we live it's not big weddings up here it's really small 60 to 100 people weddings and that's 100 people is considered massive and we had 185 and for most venues, they wouldn't take us mm. at all. There was no option. And then the wedding venue that we ended up going with, even when we were looking down to the decorations that are included with a venue, they did not have enough for the amount of tables we had. So that's where it starts getting so hectic and that you have to start then outsourcing yeah. and finding places that will accommodate you and then Ching ching ching. Well, I like, I inadvertently for money. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is now maybe. <laughs> oh no, it's kaching. Kaching. Well, <laughs> look, it worked. Whatever you said, mm. just don't say it again. <laughs> I think the point that I was just about to make was inadvertently I may have contributed to that sort of feeling that everything needed to be elevated. Mm. You'd never been to a wedding before. No, I'd never been to a wedding whereas until I, my wedding day. Whereas Isn't I'd, that crazy? It is. I'd been to like eight. Mm. And I think I was telling you 
about the weddings that I'd been to. Oh, there was 300 people. There was, there was a stage. There's a stage and <laughs> there's backdrops and there's singers and saxophone players and cannolis. Yeah. And I just said it like it was nothing. Because yes. for me, it was just part of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. But for you, you felt this immense pressure to sort of match and raise to that standard. And then when I seeked advice out from people as well, like from your parents, they were like, oh, we just booked a hall and then we just ticked, oh, we want this cake and this car and these tables. My parents had like 440 people at their wedding. But also it was in Sydney. Yeah. So it's so, so different in uh, Sydney. I think that it's more Pretty much 50% of the Italian population from Italy is over there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more accessible and things are more inclusive. Whereas up here, it's just, it's it's like almost elopements. Mm. You know, it's not really for. So look, without going too much deeper into the wedding, we just felt it, we, we at that point needed to raise our standard with mm-hmm. hosting things. So we, ha- we held the wedding hugely successful day oh my gosh it was the best the best day day. and you know what we still get feedback to this day that it's the best wedding people have been to not to toot our own horns but it it was amazing you just did that (laughs) (laughs) but it was it was great i feel like if you add not to toot our own horn it's a bit late you've done it now (laughs) it's already happened but i'm not coming from like a vain standpoint yeah uh the thing was we'd set ourselves a standard hadn't we Mm. And we needed to pretty much try and match that with every party we held afterwards. We had our housewarming. Mm. And I remember you agonizing over the food menu. You wanted it needed to be themed. We We'd had just come back from America yeah. and we had such amazing, you know, delicious. We went to Vegas and we had these, this restaurant had sweet potato bites that tots. were like, Sweet potato tots, sorry. Mm-hmm. And they were dusted in cinnamon sugar. And it was the best thing I, ever, I think I ate when I was over so there. So we, you know, came home, tried to replicate it. Like, I'm very into cooking. I sort of always have been. And it was the first time I've ever really cooked for people. So I just really wanted it to be special. And it was. I think mm. people talked about the food from that housewarming for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like, you had chicken, fried chicken stuff. That was delicious. You had the sweet potato toss that you made. It was very an American theme Mm -hmm. to the housewarming. Everything had to have a theme. It did. (laughs) I think. It was very much, it had to. Like even I hosted people after after work for parties many times. And you would have a, you had an Italian theme one time. Yeah. And it's just everything had to have this thought and process behind it. Very planned and curated. Yeah. And when we had kids or when we decided to have children, we kind of thought, that approach needed to then transfer. And the first such instance of that was our baby shower mm-hmm. because we really like elevated our party for that, didn't we? Well, I guess we didn't want to have... Traditional. Traditional. I didn't want to have a baby shower by myself, I guess. <laughs> it sounds silly because you're going to be there with other women and I think it was your more friends you but... were the center of attention that way mm. whereas this way allowed us both to sort of exist in it yeah because we and hosted it together I think we put on the invitation as like we both contributed to the pregnancy yeah we had so... something silly on yeah there. but that that night was a barbecue theme yeah or something yeah because I remember a friend of ours offered her dad that's to cook right the barbecue. that's yeah. right but then we had decorations we had games like mm. I made a quiz a live quiz and there was a prize that we gave away. Three prizes. Three prizes. Because we had three different games. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was so thought out and so 
for the entertainment and for the thrill of our guests. Yeah, I always got the feeling that we never really planned these parties for us and our enjoyment. It was always for the enjoyment of the people that were coming. There was definitely no sitting back and relaxing for us. No, because I think if you ever hosted a party before, you know the feeling. You're always mm. running around, making sure everyone's having a good time, walking from person to person and bringing the food, bringing the drinks. It's a, it's a bit of an ordeal, mm. really. And like that was our experience with parties. Mm -hmm. We never really had a low-key event. Everything always had to be above and beyond when we were hosting people. And, you know, I think for most part it was successful because we really thought about the guests that were coming. Mm -hmm. But I can't ever really remember, aside from our wedding, a party where we really got to enjoy ourselves fully. And I think, again, not to talk too much about the wedding, but at the wedding, I didn't relax until after our first dance. True. And that's a long time. If you consider we got to the ceremony at 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon and our first dance was at 9, <laughs> that's a long time to be, you know, stressed and doing things for other people well because you put so much effort into the run sheet you knew what was mm. next you knew what needed to happen next and mm -hmm. when it didn't happen or when things were late or delayed you knew about it yeah and that kind of stressed you out so i guess that's what we then took into kids parties like as we said we took that concept into our baby shower and once we have kids you know for us in your culture, we have baptisms, first birthdays, and all the things. Yeah, before we get into kids' parties and what ended up happening and how we planned it and stuff, yeah, there's a lot of things you've got to really consider. Like, because we're, cause we're Catholic, as I come from a Catholic family, baptism mm -hmm. expected. And it's not just, oh, yeah, let's just go to the church with a couple people. It's every baptism I went to was a big grand affair. Mm. And... Birthday parties, especially for the first one. The first birthday. Crazy. Big one. So you, there's a, there's this error, aura of expectation around these things that really make you think we've got to pull out all the stops. And then you throw Pinterest in the mix. Uh, <laughs> Anytime you look for something on there, it's just these beautiful. I think I've used Pinterest more <laughs> through watching you scroll it than other people have who have it installed on their phone. Maybe around party planning time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> party planning or anything mm. that sort of re requires a theme, that's the go-to. And it's very useful, but it's definitely there. So on the other side of this, we're going to look at how we kind of brought that methodology into our kids' parties. We had our party set. We were good. We, were, we knew what we wanted to do with parties. It was time to start having kids and started to plan their parties. And it was very much go big or go home, wasn't it? Yes. It, it was. I think that you just get swept up, swept away with all this grandeur. Well, I think we went to Sydney for one of my cousin's kids first birthdays i think i dressed up as mickey mouse 
Do you remember? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. They had a pizza oven, like, oh, running they, out the back, a, a pizza caterer. truck, rather. Yeah. yeah, a caterer that brought pizzas around, a wood fire, like, authentic, amazing pizza. I just remember it being this big grand affair. It was friends, it was family, it was just... They had decorations galore and there was Mickey Mouse, yep. the cake. Oh, my gosh, do you remember the cake was just... Extravagant. They, they had a photo wall. They rearranged their house. Mm. Like they moved all their furniture and put tables through the house. And mm-hmm. that kind of stayed with us a little bit, that party that we went to. Because we just saw that and thought, wow, this is this is a kid's first birthday. Yeah. This is the standard. So This is normal. This I is think, normal, yeah. This is the thought. So Alberto was born and his first event that we had to kind of think about was his baptism. And we pretty much started planning almost instantly. Yeah, I think that when, because again, this is the first time we've done anything like that. We seeked advice from family members and they sort of are coming from a different state where you have to book everything in before the child's born or as they're born. So we went in with that concept of you book in straight away. And you have everything ready to go months before it actually needs to be the party day. That's right. And I think I remember we planned the balloons was something we had to sort of organize. We had Alberto's name spelled out in like big giant balloons. Yeah. But see, this is the thing is that I kept, I kept saying that, we needed more or we needed it bigger or I wanted the ability to, I guess, spend more money on it. And you kept reining me in and you kept saying, why do we need that? Why do we need that? That seems over the top. That seems ridiculous. And I kept, you know, reiterating, but so-and-so did that. Or, but, you know, every time I look it up on Pinterest, it's it's got this and this and this. And that's sort of what I was believing the expectation of us would be. I didn't want our guests to come and feel like we didn't put any effort in. Mm. And that's what we compromised to was balloons, but not a garland or anything. Because I don't even think garlands were that much of a trend back then. If you I don't remember seeing them everywhere. Yeah. Now they're kind of like on everywhere. everywhere on shows or Instagram or whatever it is. And I, I think back to our engagement party and really what made that so successful because we had such short time was we had great people and good music. And then I think back to the baptism and we kind of kept the base of that, but we added so much extra to it, didn't we? Yeah, well, we tried to for sure. We definitely tried to. And I remember that we had centerpieces mm. for the baptism on the table scattered around the venue. And when I walked around the venue throughout the party, I saw people moving the centerpieces and putting them away or co- collecting a few of them and just completely discarding them off to the side. And I was like, oh. <laughs> the ultimate. Do you understand how long it took me to pick those centerpieces? <laughs> and you've just discarded them because I remember people pushed a few tables together and to stand and to mingle together. And I was, I gasped. I definitely, I, I gasped <laughs> recalling the story, but. Let alone what happened when you were actually there. <laughs> yeah. But that kind of played into what we thought we needed to have at a party. We thought we needed to have these big grand decorations. We thought we needed to have everything 
organized in a way where it was visually stunning to look at, not necessarily conducive to the way a party would function. Yeah. And I, I, as we said earlier is it wasn't for us. It was Mm. always from the perspective of what would impress this person or if they posted it to Instagram, what would it look like? Yes, definitely. And after the baptism ended, it was pretty much straight onto planning his first birthday. Mm-hmm. There was no rest or let up there. It they was... were six months apart. So we did, yeah, we did the baptism when Alberta was six months old and then his first birthday six months after that. That's right. And we ended up having two parties for him. We did. Again, <laughs> because we didn't want people to feel obligated to either come up mm. to the Gold Coast. Like it was really important for us to keep your family involved. That's because, right, yeah. And it still is to this day. Like we still really want to be connected to your family that live in Sydney. So instead of hosting this birthday up here and asking them to come up or people having to decline because it's just an unrealistic time of year, we thought, well, Let's we go can there. go down there. Yep. So we had two. We did. The one down there, we really could have kept it simple, right? We could have just had cake. My family came over. We had the food that was left over from Christmas and Boxing Day because there's always food left over from Christmas and Boxing Day down there and kept it like that. But I think the mindset we were in was we we needed to make it more. And we were really, really lucky too that your cousins were so accommodating. Not only did they let us stay there, but then they hosted the party at their house. They were really encouraging us to do it there. And I thought that was really beautiful from them. Big shout out to Vince and Kathy for that one. That was a huge, huge effort to allow us to do that. But I think we really... We, we had balloons that we went to organize. I remember going to the balloon shop and having, I think you had, weren't there or you were at home and having to show you the balloons and making sure the shade of color was right because we were in that mindset that everything down to that type of thing had to be perfect. Yeah, I do remember going down and really relying on your cousin to help me with that because Again, I just really felt like I just wanted to impress everyone. I I didn't, I thought Alberto's too young. He's not going to mind what we have. And so it wasn't about him at that age. It was really about all the adults that were coming. And I relied so much on her advice and she just kept saying, but what do you like? And I was like, but what do you like? (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of that. And look, that party was great. Alberto really had a great time. It was just great from memories to see him playing with his cousins and just interacting with our family. But then we came back to Queensland and we did it all again. Mm. We kind of actually almost copied what my other cousin's kid's birthday party was, where we rearranged our entire house. Mm, we, we took out the all the furniture. Yeah. Yep, and put trestle tables down the middle and we had all these big balloons and decorations again, different ones this time, of course, and again, through this massive party with all these people and all these crazy amounts of food. So much food. So much food. And it was just the toiling over the food and the toiling over the the layout, the decorations and everything like that. It just kind of felt like a lot. And I just remember the disappointment we would feel when someone was like, oh, I can't make it. 
Yeah. Or they didn't show up on the day of. It was just... Don't you know how much effort I've put yes. into this? It was such a heart-wrenching thing to go to. And then now we look back on that and think, well... Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone's got everyone's got stuff going on. We get everyone's it. Everyone's got stuff going on. But at, in the moment, you feel like I've stressed and agonized about this for so long and you can't come. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good point to move to is the stress and agony that you feel over planning a party like this and being in that mindset of the party needs to be bigger and better than last time. We need to mm. up our game. Mm-hmm. It causes you sleepless to, nights, doesn't it? Yeah, and also we need to like draw interest. Like, why would they come unless we had this interesting thing? Mm. When really all that it should be relied on is the fact that well, it's your son's birthday, mm. and they should be interested in that. Mm-hmm. And totally. that really, and that kind of manifests and builds. And every time you host anything, whether that be just people coming over for dinner, or whether it just be um, you're going out and taking the family somewhere, you want to put this almost a show on mm-hmm. and you, you stress over little things that ultimately don't change the outcome. It's just you how you think the outcome might be affected by it. And I think it's a really toxic way to think because not only do you do that about your party, but then you go to someone else's and then you sit there and you pick at what they've got. Mm. Whether it's better than yours or not as good as yours. We or... did this at ours. Mm-hmm. And there's it... this comparing nature that comes with that. And people people aren't doing that when they're making their parties. They're just having a party. And I think we learned that after after a while. And especially after Racina was born, we kind of started really learning what that was going to look like for us. Our perception of a party really changed, didn't it? I think a lot of things changed throughout that that pregnancy, there was a lot of self-reflection and and just this calling that it's quality and we have to not expect that, okay, there's going to be 100 people there because that's what matters. It's That's not what matters. It's who's coming and who's in your children's life on a regular basis that's what matters and those are the people that you want being around to be for there. It. that's right and they don't want to be impressed they just want to be there they just want to be there <laughs> so on the other side of this we're going to compare effectively what alberto's first was like and racina's first was like so we're back after this much been well documented from our side anyway that once Racina was born it was like this big weight lifted off our shoulders because you weren't sick anymore mm. and we were able and freer to sort of live our authentic selves again because we'd reflected for nine months finally got to a point where everything can sort of kick on mm-hmm. and we really started to prioritize what was important to us and something that kind of fell into that was parties yeah we really had to evaluate how we felt about hosting things in general. Mm-hmm. We gave up Christmas and we're going to talk about that another time, but we effectively decided to sort of shed ourselves of these high pressure moments that kind of put us in anxiety riddled feelings. Yeah. And never feeling not satisfied, but 
I guess, appreciated. Well, yeah, I mean, it you became do these... an expectation because we were putting ourselves through it oh, yeah. and encouraging it in a way that it just became the norm, even though in ourselves we didn't feel it like it was normal. We feel like, felt like we were really pushing and trying. It took a lot out of us. Like mm-hmm. it takes a lot out of you, this emotional toll. Like you take a week to recover. Your house is a mess. It's just things that you know, happen off the back of it. So we took all of those learnings and then we decided to bring them into Racina's parties that we, look, we still felt we had to host them because we kind of felt bad. If we didn't do something for her when Alberto got it, when they grow up, they'll compare photos and videos and ultimately, you know. Yeah, but also, I mean, she's only had the two so far and they are pretty much standard like she has to have a baptism that's a part of your culture yeah it's very very important to your family and your ancestors comparing the two baptisms sorry just for it to be funny um alberto's baptism we got baptized in the church i went to school at and there were on the sunday they do other baptisms as well Mm -hmm. so there was three other families getting baptized and they were in the sort of the three including us three including us yeah Mm -hmm. sorry and in the two sort of rows on, next to us, they had maybe five or ten people mm-hmm. per family. We had 80, just eight or nine rows of people all the way back. Mm. And again, the other ones had this tiny little contingent. And the Racina was the same. Mm. She had about maybe 60. And again, another family was there again baptized. And again, they had maybe five, maybe six people. And then we had the 60. It was just funny, you know, that you say that it's part of the culture and that really shows for us that that is part of the culture. Mm -hmm. That is how it's ingrained it is in our family that that's how many people you kind of get to these things. Yeah. But I compare the two baptisms and whilst we had the people numbers there in a similar vein, I feel like the way we approached it was different. Mm. And, you know, we approached it differently by with Alberto's one, we were really heavily involved in picking the balloons and going to the shop and um, picking them up on the day. Whereas this time we outsourced it. Someone came and set it all up for us. Yeah. I think you've got to factor in the times as well. I know that 2018 doesn't sound like very long ago, but in 2018, having a service on a Sunday, a lot of businesses did not either deliver or did not do setups on a Sunday. So there was a shift in what was actually available to us by the time Rosina got baptism in what, 2022? Yeah, this year. (laughs) This This year, year, yeah. (laughs) Um, So at the start of this year. So we had a lot of things more available to us. But in saying that, what we said to ourselves prior was if, we can't get someone to do it for us. We're not doing it. Yeah, we really didn't want to put ourselves out there with it. And what we ended up doing was, yeah, we hired someone to sort of do a, just a backdrop for the cake and mm-hmm. for photos, and we got someone else in to do the cake. And we had a balloon garland. And we had a balloon garland. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it was part of the setup that someone else sort of came and did. Whereas yeah, we didn't with, have to be there. No. It was all just done. With Alberto's one, it was we had to go pick it up early get on there to put the tables out and set it all up so 
we saved ourselves some some heartache. We pretty much, you know, we still look. It still was anxiety riddled because you're still again in a position where you can be judged by other people, and you know. We agonized over the menu. We had back and forth with the venue over the food that we were putting out. There was still a lot that we had to try and plan plan and control and mm. be involved in. And off the back of that party, we kind of learned, well, that's still too much in a, in a way for us because we're still were... not doing it for us. Yeah, and there were some things with the baptism that we did for Alberta and we didn't for Racina. So, for example... For Alberto, we went and did the getting ready process at we your did. parents' house, yeah. which is just around the corner. And then we walked to the church. And this time we said, no, that's not happening. We are going to drive to the church. Knowing that the church didn't have any car parking, <laughs> we decided that it would be a good idea to hire a limo. I forgot that we did this. <laughs> <laughs> Because we thought, wouldn't it be nice if, you know, the godparents and us and if your parents wanted to be here early and my mom wanted to come in the limo with us, then there's enough space. So we ended up hiring a Hummer, which is a stretch Hummer. So I think it fits 16 people. And there was a good, at least 10 of us, wasn't there, in the limo in the end. So it was a good thing that we did it and it would just mean that it would save us all that hassle prior to the party that it was something taken off our minds taken off our minds we just get picked up dropped off at the church picked up from the church and dropped off at the reception the funniest thing was we thought we were <laughs> going to get there early yeah and be inconspicuous we really just <laughs> wanted to ride in style be comfortable on the way there we rocked up and everyone is there greeting us as we're driving into the entrance of the church <laughs> and there's about maybe 50 or 60 people and they're all looking around and what what is, is this, this? <laughs> and it's a funny story too i actually walked out and one of the other families that were getting their kids baptized was a friend i used to work with mm -hmm. and he said he looked to his dad and said they're either italian or greek and turns out we're Ita they're italian. italians so <laughs> you know look it may seem like we went above and beyond with that but actually it's the reverse, because the last time with Alberto's, as you said, it was more stressful being not in our own environment, mm -hmm. having to walk across and... Yeah, so it would would have been, what, five to seven minute walk? Yeah, not long. And uh, it's, it meant that we had to walk back yeah. as well. So the baptism ceremony would end and then we'd have to walk back. Then Everyone drive. hops in their own separate cars yeah. and drive to where the reception was being held. So we just wanted a bit more of a, dare I say it, low-key way <laughs> of getting there, uh, just in the sense that it removed a lot of that barriers for us. We also just thought any limo is going to be a big thing. So let's just get Let's just go let's the just biggest. Let's Like Alberto yeah. would love that. And, and I think did. that that was what drove us towards it. We thought he would think it's a big monster truck and he would be so excited. Huge, huge fan of it he was. Mm. And look, off the back of that baptism... I think we had about, again, similar break from Alberto's baptism to his first birthday to Racina's. And there was a lot of back and forth with Racina over what we actually do. Because mm. for the longest time, we were actually going to go back to Sydney for it mm -hmm. and try and replicate what we had with Alberto down in Sydney. Yeah. I think we got to a point where we were starting to feel the pressure of it. And then we had to make a decision. 
there was a lot of a lot of outside things taking up that pressure and that anxiety feeling as well. It wasn't just having to plan it and then organize, you know, caterers or decorations and all the things from out interstate, but it was also with do you have the availability to go ta- down at that time of year, you know, with work? And then what it, how does that impact Alberto with his hobbies and his school and or daycare? We call it school. Anyway, uh, how does that impact that? And then I remember the last time we went to Sydney, Alberto just got so upset when we had to leave. And we wanted that time her Rosina's birthday to feel celebratory and when we had to leave last time it really it it broke our heart it was very sad and you know so you've got all those pressures on top of hosting <laughs> yeah so look we had it set we had a date set my my cousin was ready to host us again and we just decided Look, it just feels like it's going to be too big. There's too much. There's too many factors swirling around that's going to impact our enjoyment of it. We were we were struggling to see how we were going to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, who was it for? Who was it for? So we made the decision, we're just going to have it up here. And that was when we made the decision, we're just going to have it small. Mm. And I think it ended up only being, what, 10 people? Mm-hmm. 10, 10 to 12 people. Yeah, adults. And then there were, I don't know, five or six. Yeah, Racina's godparents kids. were there. And my parents and uh, your mum actually got sick and couldn't come. Mm. Um, but we just kept it really small, really low key. Yes, we had decorations, but it wasn't anything outlandish. Like it wasn't like we overspent on them. It was just a balloon garland that we got from Kmart. And that was like... An... And we really just tried to enjoy the day. Yeah. And tried to be present with our friends and the company we had Again, we can reflect back on it and say... We still maybe had too much going on. Yeah, I wasn't able to be there as much as I would have liked to because I was making the food and something like that. I just think next time, let's just... Get it catered or just order sushi. Yeah, it, it really comes down to what is the party for? Why have a party for other people to enjoy when it's something that it's about you, you know? Yeah. I think that's of all of the experiences we've had and of all the parties we've thrown, I think it just comes back to that is ultimately who is this party for? Mm. And I think as well, now that the kids are going to be getting older. So Alberto will be turning five Ooh. for his next birthday party. So Five is a birthday part, a birthday that we will have a party for. So we do have a, not a rule, but we try and stick to the not having a party every year because then it doesn't feel special. So we sort of go by having like a big party at one, at five and so on and so forth. So five is a big one. And we've got to take these principles into his birthday, but then we've also got to factor in the parties for Alberto. So he's going to be coming up with his own suggestions and his own desires of what the theme should be and what kind of activities. The theme changes every week, (laughs) by the way. It stuck with Sonic for a long time though. Yeah. That's something. That's true. Although we haven't asked him for a while. Maybe Mm. we should ask him and see if it's still Sonic. Mm Mm-hmm. But it just 
hopefully means that going into this next party that we're going to be hosting, we're doing it for Alberto and his joy is going to create a lot more joy for us than these sort of first birthdays. And hopefully we get to be a big part of it. You know, we're not in the kitchen. We're not we're, Yeah. Not trying to run around making sure decorations are still afloat and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, look, yeah, we've, we've got a lot. We've learned a lot. And on the other side of this, we drilled it down to two tips that you can take away. All right, here we go. Our last tips of the year. Who would have thought, eh? Mm, I think I'll start with my tip. Okay. <laughs> but I think I was touching on it right there at the end of... The last segment. The last segment before the break is that you should only be doing parties for your kids or for yourself, for yourself, for the child. You shouldn't be going into it trying to impress anyone because everyone's different. So what in, what you think might impress them may not. Mm. And then you just end up leaving feeling a little bit empty from the whole experience. Whereas if you go in saying, this is for me, this is what I like, this is what I enjoy, then you walk away, you know, feeling that that joy. Yeah, it's it's for you. It's like like I said during the episode about not doing it for other people's Instagram feeds. Yeah. Keeping it for for you and for your memories that you want to have. That's mm-hmm. what it should be. Mm-hmm. And it just feels so natural to do that. And when it's for a kids now. Yeah. When it's a kids party, seeing your child light up, yes. that's the goal. You know, not the guests arriving and what what they light up about. It's about your kids. I've been at kids parties. This is a really big segue. Not a big segue, but a small one. I've been at kids' parties where they've brought out a special guest, like whether that be someone in character, mm. and the kid's been petrified yeah. or scared of that character. Mm-hmm. And it just had the opposite effect because you're thinking that's what's going to make a good Instagram story or that's what's going to entertain your guests. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about how it might impact your child. Mm. You know, it's ended up the reverse has happened. So, yeah, making sure you've got your kids and yours enjoyment in mind yeah right? and I absolutely think in that scenario everyone's attention would be on how distraught your child is yeah. too it wouldn't be on any excitement the entertainment that's potentially happening yeah well my tip actually stems back to our engagement party and the reason why i i go back to that night is because we really found a perfect formula in only three weeks mm. the formula was good food Mm-hmm. There was good food at the venue. Yeah. There was a great music playlist that we cultivated. Like, mm-hmm. I think we were the kings of music playlists at that time. We were the best <laughs> yeah. at it. Yeah. King and queen. Because that creates the atmosphere. Yeah. Right? The music is what sets the atmosphere of the day slash evening, whatever it is you're throwing. Yeah. And then getting the right people there. Mm-hmm. Getting the right people that like to have a good time and don't worry too much about these other things that aren't important. Mm. You know? And although it was decorated and we picked the decorations and had them set up for us and everything like that, our attitude going into the party was easy breezy. Yeah. We were not 
I remember one of the Lasted. decorations we had was like one of those lantern lights. Yeah. And one of my friends took them down and put it on my head as a hat. And then mm-hmm. we started kicking it around. And we were just like, whatever, you know. But if that had happened at like a baptism or something, we would be, get out, security. No, we would <laughs> never tell someone to get out. <laughs> we might just cut them off at the bar. <laughs> yeah. But for me, that night, we really found the formula. And for me, that that stuck getting good food, good music to create the atmosphere and getting the right people involved. And that is what will make a a party Mm. be successful. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else you really need on top of that. You can put decorations up if you think it adds to the atmosphere, but it is not what is going to make or break the night. That's my tip. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm. So use them at your will and... I guess before we sign off for the year, we just want to say thank you. Oh, my gosh. Huge thank you. You know, if you've subscribed already, we really appreciate it. If you haven't, that's okay. There's still plenty of time because... We're just so thrilled that you've all listened along and been a part of our journey and engaged with us. And, wow, we're just... We're grateful. thrilled. Very grateful. And this is something that we really have a strong passion for is talking about this sort of journey and experience and to have all of you along with us is going to be really nice and hopefully as more people run along in the next couple of seasons next couple of years you know our our pod family will grow and we can start to even bring you guys into it you know if you guys have any content that you think we should cover if you've got stories you want to send in for us to read out please yeah that's definitely a goal of ours is having you guys more engaged and even coming up with topics or questions that we can answer for you anything yeah and look just because this season's finishing doesn't mean we're going anywhere like Mm. we're still going to be on instagram so come hang out with us on there we'll we'll do some instagram live stuff we'll q a's or q a's in our stories Mm -hmm. we'll we'll be there or thereabouts so don't don't think we're we're going anywhere because we're loving this too much to to leave it to be honest and we'll be back next season we'll be back next season with a whole new line of content to take you guys through so until now and then make sure you're looking after yourselves and we'll see you next time see you soon